Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rival's pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amino Hassan. Uh, excuse me, I'm wearing my spectacles today. My name's Amino Hassan. And you see me from my beautiful mansion right here. I have a grand piano back there. We're just doing it up right here. I'm joined, as always, by Black Trey, Jay Skills, and Big Jerv. We got a hell of a show for you guys today. Power series, or season. I wish it was a series for now. Season finale. Lots, lots of weird shit in there. Hey, do you know musty people? Why, why did, why are they afraid of cancer from deodorant? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure this shit out as uh, Kev on stage introduced us to somebody who uses a lemon as deodorant. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to miss that conversation. Also, Menace Society turns 30 years old. We hear from our resident Los Angelinos, excuse me, Comptonians. I don't know what the fuck y'all call yourselves, whatever. They're going to tell us about the legacy of that movie as, as well as some behind the scenes shit. Uh, apparently, Trey's cousin was in that movie. Did not know that. Um, and Tina Turner passed away. We're going to remember her, and we're going to give her her flowers as someone who did something that I don't think we see too often. Definitely don't want to miss it. But first, patreon.com slash count the dings. Make sure you are locked in there. You are a Patreon. You're getting all the extra content, the OG pod, the rewatches with Cinephobe, uh, the the uh, access to the Discord. Uh, in, in addition, we're unveiling new tiers that give you new benefits, including uh, ad-free listening. I know sometimes people complain about the ads. You get this pod all in full as well. Patreon.com slash Make sure you're t- tapped in there. All right, let's get it started. 
I want you okay. to talk about menace real quick before you leave. All right, so I don't know if y'all know. Y'all know y'all know Vontae, my cousin, right? Vontae Sweet. Who's that? Sharif. Oh, for real? No, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I look just like the nigga. You know I mean, shit. That don't mean <laughs> no, nothing. but I mean, you know, I got teased all the time, like as a kid. But yes, right. dog. Um, Tupac was obviously supposed to play by, uh Sharif and shit. My cousin which, ended up going on a magical nigga, run. Which that Menace nigga kicked Alan off Hughes apologized. I don't know if y'all mm. saw Dear Mama. And that nigga Alan Hughes apologized like he like basically like, yeah, I, I understand what Pac was saying now. Like basically I get why that nigga kicked my ass. Cause like he was like, nigga, I ain't playing no fucking docile ass, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like old nigga. Yeah, like old dog wouldn't have been working. You know what I mean? Like basically old dog was the one that he ideally wanted, right? Nah, but he was just saying what, like what, that's a riff. They the wanted riff. the what do they want to cast him as? He was supposed to be Sharif, but that was oh. but that was kind of what he was in a But he was like, nigga, ain't no Black Panther nigga gonna be this mild mannered. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that shit ain't realistic. And niggas was like, nah, nah, this is the character. And he like, nah, nigga, that shit don't make no sense. What the fuck y'all talking about? And then they got into it. And then basically in the documentary, the dear mama shit, he was like, yeah, I kind of see what Pac was saying now. Like I get it. You know, obviously after he did all his research on the Black Panthers, because you know the niggas was like 25 or 26 when they wrote the shit. So they was just like, oh yeah, this is a nigga. And Pac like, nigga, I live this shit. What y'all talking about? Ain't no nigga yeah, like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like that shit was. That movie saved my life, dog. Like it gave, it painted the most realistic picture at eight years old of what outside really looked like. Cause you again, like I still got a chance to be a kid throughout the madness, but that shit when Kane or Ricky get shot. In general, that shit just make me think about real life situations, like nigga not coming back, bro. So it was like, and it also peeled back a layer for the, the world to see like how LA really was. You know what I'm saying? Like Boys in the Hood was cool. Ricky kind of dealt with this shit, but that was yeah. real gang banging. You feel me? Like, and then you had niggas like, like you know, Chauncey. You had, you know, Cat O Dog. This nigga mm. grandparents, most niggas lived. You know, this nigga in the Jacks, he in the PJs for sure. Like that's our projects right there you know what i'm saying like the, the right. blue gates and shit and just showing that shit like bro the life choices that nigga was making bro selling rock yeah think about that nigga checking his page or nigga in high school every nigga looked at the clock at three o'clock nigga that nigga barely he even graduated nigga he was in summer school that nigga looked at that shit was out and, and and from there they had that grad party cousin hero gets smoked on his grad night like nigga mm -hmm. No, I gotta go rewatch Menace Society. It's good, this is a man. Long, it's so it's good, a long time since I watched it, man. Bro, Menace Society. Uh, I didn't see Harold. that movie. I didn't see that movie at least a hundred times, bro. It's, and it blows my mind that see, like a lot of people don't know or like love that movie because it's the best, like you, you, good which movie one ever. Boys, better than Boys in the Hood to you? For sure, because it's more it's more authentic. When I first saw Menace, a lot of people even said this like. Niggas thought it was a, almost a documentary because it was so mm. authentic seeming. And it's funny because we talk about power with Lorenz Tate playing his goofy character yeah. in there. But like when niggas first seen Old Dog, because, you know, you see a lot of young, wild niggas. And that's kind of yeah. the character that, you know, sh like shows the gang banging aspect of like how turned up young niggas really used to be. And, you know, in Boys in the Hood, it's a lot more sterilized you know it's, st it's still a good realistic movie but like everybody in there is pretty square you know what i'm saying even doughboy is like right. yeah like he's, it, but... 
Yeah. But he ain't no, you know what I'm saying, running wild, game bang right. ass niggas. Like yeah. Menace, like the two main characters is both out of control, drug dealing, right. robbing, killing niggas, like, yeah. you know. And that these these are the niggas that people that niggas in the street was scared of. You know what I'm saying? These are the niggas in the street that yeah did end up going to jail or killing ten niggas before they got caught up and all that shit. You know, so it's like when you see people like Dub C or Nipsey or you know what I'm saying these rappers that like niggas see and like why they get all this respect is because like this is the shit that they actually came from. Like the boy yeah. shit was like. Like I said, it was just a little bit more sterilized. It it was it was like Boys in the Hood was like the regular niggas growing up. Yeah. In the hood. Whereas like Men's Society was like the wild ass niggas. Yeah. I see it, man. I could see yeah. it. Um like, and, it had, fun. and it had a lot of good acting too. You had you had Samuel yeah. Jackson starting it off. With, with Jada Pinkett in there? Jada Pinkett. This Jada is her Pinkett best role to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She did her thing and then it was it was just a lot of like Good, like really, her best role. Jada Pink. Charles Dutton. Charles S. Dutton plays yeah. like the, yeah. the the voice of reason in the movie. Yeah. you know, um, my nigga Rock. Yeah, niggas forget about that show. That was a good little shout out to Rock. Duh, he did, he, yo, he did a whole day. season live, yo. For niggas was doing it live, Rock did a whole season live, yo. Yo, um. <laughs> that's funny like Jerv you, you push back on Jada Pinkett's best role why, now why is that what do you think not, not push back I just um, I didn't think of it like that um, I, but then, then, then as I think Jer I'm like what the fuck yeah. else Jerry goes at Miss Purdy when she was Miss Purdy and, <laughs> and Nutty what, what, Professor I mean Carla Purdy uh, which part she was shameless I'm mean, not shameless uh, low down dirty yeah, low down yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, really but that's, that. that's a, it's a that was a silly movie. She was a silly role in a movie, like it was an action movie, but she was definitely ninety percent comic relief, right? Mm -hmm. Um, no, I would say it's between that poetic, no, not poetic justice. Um, set it off. Uh, set it off. Set it off. Yeah. You know what? Jada Pickett really gets a lot of respect for not having that, like <laughs> a crazy resume. Well, oh, a different on, world. A different world is okay. Legendary. Uh, I think oh. she's also in the Inkwell with Lorenz Taylor. Yes. I don't know if you guys yes, yes. know that Oh, yeah, movie. she was. Yeah, yeah, that movie. That movie was. That, that was a, yo, that was a good it. movie. I love that movie, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot uh, of like here we go. black people probably don't know that either. Yo, so this is crazy. Menace Society was her first movie role. Mm. Her first movie wow. role. Then 93, Menace Society. Listen to this run. 94, Inkwell, Jason's Lyric, and Low Down Dirty Shame. Mm -hmm. Then 95, she was in some movie called Demon Knight. Don't know about that. And then 96, The Nutty Professor set it off. And then If These Walls Could Talk. 97, the first scene in Scream 2 before she gets killed in the theater. Yeah. And then 98, Woo, Welcome to Hollywood, Return to Paradise, Blossoms and Veil. I don't know about all that shit. All right. So, oh, I'll tell you what one of her best roles. Um uh, I'll give you three movies: Bamboozled, mm -hmm. where she she plays the TV exec; uh, Ali, where she plays Muhammad, one of Muhammad Ali's wives; and Collateral. Collateral uh, is definitely with up Jamie there. with uh, Jamie Fox and Tom Cruise. Yeah. I think those. Oh, yeah, no, she she was really good yeah. in that. Yeah, Men in Society definitely. Well, 
Well, time out. Gets... Was she really good in Collateral? Was Collateral just a fucking good ass movie? Dog, it's a good I mean, ass can... movie. It's a good ass movie, but she she, she bought it. Like, what 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 is she doing in the movie? She's the remember she's, no, she's I know, like, but like I, I, yeah. I don't remember her being acting that wise. Much. Yeah, like acting, acting wise, wise there really the... wasn't much much for her in that movie. I don't know. Like I thought she's it was more Jamie Jamie and Tom Cruise. Like I mean, the, like no scene, disrespect. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you, Jerry. But the scenes that she's in, she does do her job well. But that's why I said menace because she's Loki, yeah. the star of the film you know like she car- she's, she, she, she carries she, it she blew up yeah she she carries it she blew up all y- y'all felt like she was yeah. one of the stars of the film yeah menace? she probably has most of yeah. the like time her, other like than the, the-, the the people that like people walked away from that movie was Lorenz Tate and her like mm. those are the people like fuck okay. what a, what a like Tyron Turner technically is the the main the, the star, the star the right that's Kane like, yeah, yeah Kane like, okay. like his shit was that's so strange. Yeah, no, too, I guess how, so. Yeah, yeah. How like that, like what happened to every like everybody in that movie. And that's why it's so interesting too to look at like that because Tyron Turner didn't be really become anything after that. Did, that did you see the interview he just had? I, I don't I, yeah, where he said he was like fucking shit off, basically. No, 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 no. He I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I believe he said when they reached out to him about belly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he 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 was trying to be. He he thought he was gonna get uh Tommy. Tommy, yeah. yeah. But then it and was so like no. We went to the, the country motherfucker. So he tried to yeah. he tried to sabotage it. Right. Yeah. It turned, I did see it turned that. out to be the shit. Yeah. yeah. But but that was weird though that he didn't have any sort of like other like leading or side character roles and anything else like and then even Lorenz Tate like basically he played against that character. Like for the rest of That's, his career, it's because yeah, for real. Like Lorenz Tate, up until Power, every role he's had other than Menace and Power is he's the good guy, he's mm-hmm. the the person you root for, he's the like the decent person. Like you think about Love Jones, you think about like all the movies that that he's been in. Lorenz Tate is kind of almost typecast as a good as the good guy. Good guy, yeah. Other than, I so guess dead presidents, he might be a little anti-hero. I don't know how you view. Yeah, the but even that, but even then, he was he was. It's like you're 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 made to feel um, sympathetic to him. Yeah, like hey man, this guy went and fought for our country and he came back and life is fucked up and da da da. Like he wasn't the wild one, like the Hispanic dude. Can't remember his name. He wasn't like the fuck up like Chris Tucker. He right. was the good dude. He, he was basically see what happens to even good people if you put them in tough situations. In the um, war, yeah. But yeah, oh, this is... Why, why do fools fall in love? Maybe that, that too. Oh, right. Yeah. He's, he's, but, a, he's a wild boy now. <laughs> but what... Uh, oh, what you guys, yeah, yeah, That was good. That was a good movie. What do you guys classify as like your best... The best hood movie? Ever? Yeah. Best hood movie ever. When you say hood movie, you mean like, do you put, so like the hood loves you, it or you mean the movie about the hood? I'm talking about like uh the wood, baby boy, boys in the hood, paid in full. Uh like so like so like movies that the hood loves. Movies but that like the hood also loves, but, but also uh, based also in based in the hood, yeah. about the hood, but okay. also loved by the hood, you know. Okay. And I, we're not counting Friday because Friday I think is its yeah. own tier. Like everybody yeah. knows. Friday. I mean I mean Friday, yeah, Friday's the answer, right? Yeah, like, but but not Friday, like a non-Friday. Not non-Friday. 
Yeah. For me, I would say, for me, I'm not saying this is the best one, but my favorite one, the one that I, I'll watch every time if it's on TV, I'll stop and watch, it's The Wood. I love that movie so much, man. I thought it was so fucking, I thought it was just a cool-ass movie, man. Like, yeah. that was the thing. Was just like, I just thought, like, that's a cool-ass movie. It's funny, and it reminds me, like, of me and my friends, right? Like, the right. way we did the, the conversations and shit, like, they have. Like, it, it is, I'm going to tell you what, it's not only the best hood movie to me but actually you know what it is it's the best movie in terms of capturing what it's like being that age right but 13 14 15 years horny out your mind but you ain't really getting none or whatever but talking shit with your boys like you're the one getting one and go yeah. grab her ass and 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 oh who go get more numbers and all like yeah. i can't think of any movie white movie black movie whatever that better like that's that's exactly what it's like we de- he in the dance he starts to get a hard on and then like, <laughs> yeah. all that yeah. like all that shit man like and it, and it's crazy that rick now is doing uh star wars star wars yep yeah yep jerv what you got jerv's gonna say state property go ahead <laughs> no um off the top of my head the first like once you said paid in full i was like i was paid in full because i like i literally love that movie um, but as you were just talking, if, does this qualify? Because if so, I might have to put it up there. Kids. Ooh. I mean, I don't know if I would qualify it's it as a cute. hood movie. Hood it's movie. a little, it's a little white, too diverse, little, little too, too diverse. diverse. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had the ass, had the ass. But but um, I can't. But you rewatch kids like that? Like I, I it doesn't. So kids is the type of thing where like I don't re, I don't, I, I never see it. Yeah. So like you if can. it's on, you can't. I mean, actually, I, yo, I haven't watched Kids That's probably it. in like fucking like. I, yo, I just remember loving that movie. Like I'm I thought gonna it was tell amazing. Everyone, if you if you've never watched Kids, you're like, huh? Jerv, so just let me watch this movie. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. You better have a VPN or something. There might be some shit there that get you a knock on the door from the old yeah. uh, child trafficking. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it'd be paid in full. Paid in full. Yeah, that'd be my number two behind Menace. And I think I have boys three. Like, Menace holds a special boy. place to me, though. Like, Menace yeah. does. Menace mm-hmm. was the first. Uh, I think the Statue of Limitations is over. Menace mm-hmm. was the first uh, movie that I realized how to switch uh, cable boxes in my crib and get it, get, get it, get it for the free. Yeah. <laughs> so, Menace holds a special a place. place. Special place in my heart. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it was that era, yeah. man. Like, What about nah. you? you? It's Menace for you, Jason? Oh, yeah, without a doubt, man. Menace is like, yeah. like it, it's because that was also the area I grew up in. Like, I know all those streets, you know what I'm saying? All that shit that, yeah. was, that they were doing, like everything, it just oh. seemed real. Let me take let me take it back. Uh-huh. I love the wood. The If, if I'm going to go with a serious movie, Fresh. Yeah. Oh, Fresh. fresh is I just a, recently fresh. saw Fresh, yeah. Yeah. That movie was Fresh is another one that, like, when I watch movies, I'm like, this is this is exactly. Well, I tell you, this is exactly That's the what chess, 19- chess, right? The chess. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. This was exactly what 1994 was like. All of it, all of it. The way they dress, the way they talk, the way the the fucking the fat kid. Oh, I got the stupid Chucky. I got the stupid dope moves and like all that shit. That shit was so fucking true. And the kid that plays, who's the same kid from the wood, the same mm-hmm. same kid who plays. Big Mike from the Wood is is fresh, mm-hmm. like that's one of the greatest acting jobs by like a kid that I've ever seen. Like that motherfucker acted his ass off. I'm surprised he's not in more shit now. 
because remember he was also in in um the corner which was that mini series that came out before the wire it was about baltimore yeah. it, it had charles s dutton in it like it, it he's well, in power he's a he was in power. good ass actor he's is he no he's not oh you know yeah, yeah he was the one he was that the one was just a, got killed he just got killed monet just murked monet just murked this nigga the one that was oh, thirsty no, on her him? after, after, yeah. Yeah, why are you looking like that? <laughs> Man, my looking my, my nigga didn't even wait 60 <laughs> days. He went right after them yams like seven days after, dog. He had to go. Damn, Damn bro. So hard right now. Yeah, I was like, this nigga's a great actor. Why, why the fuck? Where is he at? Da, da, da. Like, oh, he's in power. Like, shit. Never mind. Like deep, <laughs> deep, so, like, deep cover, all that shit doesn't count, right? Like, oh, I mean, that I'm counts. Like, I mean, it does. It does. If you want to put it, yeah. Like, I don't think that deep cover is that. Right no, but 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 what the one I watch all the time when it comes on just because I love it is in too deep. Yeah, is that with the LL Cool J? Yeah, that's up there too for me. Like I'm not saying it's an amazing movie, but it's just so there's there's some great there's some great lines in that movie, man. Hey, great soundtrack though. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum-sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high-quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Fucking hell of a soundtrack. Shout out to soundtracks, man. Back. Oh, man, those are the days. Yo, speaking of soundtracks, this isn't a hood movie, but it's a, it was a great movie. Um, it was an all-time shit. It won a shit ton of awards, and it didn't, but what's love got to do with it shout out to the great mm-hmm. tina turner mm-hmm. my mom's favorite musical artist of all time she passed away but man i was having this conversation with my buddy today and i, I want to open it up to you guys tina turner had like was a huge star with ike and then like when she broke up with Ike, she was trying to find herself, and then she reinvented herself and managed to be an even bigger star. And I said, it reminded me of my Michael Jordan winning three rings, and then his dad dies, and he goes to the baseball thing, and then he comes back. And if I told you at that point, hey, he's going to win three more rings, people would say, wow, that's an amazing career, but obviously the second three aren't going to be as great as the first three. But no, he rebranded and came back even better than he was before at an age where 
typically athletes don't get better like that, right? Because physically they're not the same. Same thing with Tina Turner, to be a huge star and then come back as a quote-unquote older woman in an industry that favors the young. And for her to be an even bigger star than she was before, is there anyone else in music that you can think of that fits that bill? I mean, I think there's, there's, there's one that's extremely obvious. Who's that's, that? Oh man! Whoever it always said, be, uh, it's always when he's about Beyonce to make that dope point. Either Beyonce or Rihanna, whoever he's about to say, did not their fan, other fan base is not feeling. What'd no. you say, Michael Jackson? Oh but, mm, yeah, yep, yep. But, <laughs> uh, but okay. So what? I, yes. First of all, I'm, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. But the only difference I would say is that Michael Jackson's first stardom came as a child so like his second stardom where he was an even bigger star came in the prime of his career pretty much right like, right so it wasn't right right so he wasn't what what is this it wasn't like a i'm confused i guess the question that i mean is like saying is somebody who their age wise would have seemed to be past their prime, past when, their they prime. Hit, when they but hit they actually another, hit harder than harder. their yeah. original stardom yeah um mm. Musically, it's tough, man. Like I was trying to, I thought and I thought, and I'm like, man, it's it's not too many people. Like you could say, like I said, the first name I thought was like Madonna, but I was like, but Madonna's never been as big as she was. Like right. the fucking '80s Madonna, like that shit. Before she changed her sound, like we Freak. we credit her for for growing with the music and and changing with the times. But the reality is. The, the fucking what's it? And I feel like I just that song does not hit as hard as anything from her prime, which was the '80s, which is all that true I mean, blue to shit a, and all that. Drake to a certain to a no, not Drake. He's still in his prime. I was no, say no, certain, no. But I'm saying he, he his original stardom was on that show, right? Like a lot of people that do those no, type no. shows, you don't. That's really not stardom, that, bro. No, 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 Tina Turner. Tina Turner was selling out stadiums, fucking as, like with Ike and shit, man. Like. They they had number one record. Then Beyonce then it would be Beyonce. No, like she's oh, Destiny. But she's still in her prime. Like I I I think um, it would have to be like the person I'm thinking of is like a Charlie Wilson maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Charlie somebody Wilson's like a good one. Charlie know. Wilson's a good one. Um, but oh, oh Isley Brothers, Ronald Isley's mm -hmm. another one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. But none of them to the level of Tina Turner, but, man. Yeah, no, but nobody was really, yeah, like got older and had their yeah. biggest, biggest smash and was like Usher? a superstar. I think I'm finally getting the game now, gentlemen. I think Usher. It's <laughs> <laughs> taking me a while. But I think Usher was, <laughs> he was like 28 when his shit blew up. Like he So was Usher, the pro, like the first incarnation that you're talking about, Jervis, is basically everything from my way until Confessions. Mm -hmm. Right. So when's his second when did his second act hit? Uh like all this shit now. Like when he's fucking but he's not as big as he was Usher to uh my way to confessions. Usher now is not as big as fucking uh the peak of Usher it when when he was like doing all that shit I mean, in the late he's headlining, he's headlining festivals again. No, I, I, I get it, but I'm just saying what's name a new Usher record. 
Didn't he just drop some shit? <laughs> name it. Name it. Didn't he, he, didn't he just drop some shit? It's not the record. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, this is what, Derek, this is the way to think about it. Tina had Proud Mary over here in the 60s. Whatever. Nas. And the, again. Nas. Yes, but Nas. Let me put it this way. Let me, let me finish what I'm saying. Tina had um, uh, Proud Mary over here, right? And all the other songs. But Proud Mary is probably like the biggest hit with Ike. And then she came back with What's Love Got to Do With It, which annihilated fucking Proud Mary. Like, it's not just that, oh, she had another hit later. It's, no, no, no. This is how you guys are going to remember me now. That's how big it was. In the same way that Michael Jordan had the first three-peat, and he's dunking his oh, spectacular move and all that shit. And then he has a second three-peat where we're like, this is how y'all will remember me, standing over Byron Russell. That's how you don't remember me making that shot against Magic. You don't remember me shrugging. The th shit you remember from Michael Jordan is fucking holding the follow-through like this, right? Okay. Usher is doing great right now. Shout out to Usher. But this, when people, when you say, hey, name an Usher song, no one's going to name some shit that's after fucking Confessions. No one's naming a song that comes from after that era. When people, when you ask people, hey, name a Nas song, no one's going to say fucking the shit that Hit Boy produced or whatever. They're going to name the shit, like the core shit from their okay. original prime. Michael Jackson, that's why Michael Jackson is like the closest great example because Rock and Robin and all that shit was fucking bangers, ABC, all that shit. But when someone says name a Michael Jackson song, no one says Rock and Robin. They say goddamn beat it or thriller or you know bad or some shit like that. So obviously the, the, I got two people in mind. They're not bigger than Tina Turner naturally, but uh, one's not black, Justin Timberlake. That's a good one, but again, he's in his prime when he goes solo. Yeah. That's the prime of his career. What the fuck, man? It's yeah. tough, man. <laughs> All right, because he goes, goes push, like, push your T. He was in the prime of his career with the clips. Mm, fuck that. I gotta get something right. Yeah, maybe. Because here's the other thing, that's why Beyonce and Justin don't count, is because there was no downfall. Yo, Tina Turner's career was over, bro. Yeah. They say, hey, man, you an old lady. Don't want to listen to old lady music out here. Um, like, her career was over. Like, Justin Timberlake you. was like, it's only a matter of time before this motherfucker can leave this shit. Beyonce, it's only a matter of time before she leaves this shit. Like, they knew what was happening. Damn. No. I, yeah, I, I, got, I got nothing for you. That, that lady is a legend. Yeah. That lady is a legend. Shout out to her. Uh, quick question. Last one before we got to go. Um, what's love got to do with it, man? Is it okay to watch that movie? Like, to look, it's a it's a powerful story and amazing acting jobs, and uh, you know it. And from what I understand, it's not even like Tina Turner didn't like the movie when it first when she didn't like the idea of the movie. She didn't like the movie. When they asked her, have you seen the movie? She said, no. They said, why not? She because I lived that shit. I don't need to fucking watch it again. Uh, but over time, she says, like, she realized that movie helped a lot of people understand domestic violence and a lot of women find their voice and get out from toxic relationships like that. And so she appreciates it now more than when it first came out. Having said all that, there are certain scenes in What's Love Got to Do With It 
terrible scenes that make me laugh? Does that make me an awful person? Nah. I I hear it now. You know, <laughs> okay. that's how we deal with trauma, like watching somebody go through some like sick ass trauma, you know? Like even Jay-Z using the line eat the cake anime is kind of yeah. fucked up. Yeah, that's the scene. I mean, it's an awful, ugly scene. And also, god damn, that shit was funny, man. It's funny as fuck. Because even because her homegirl, like leaving and getting mad, like yeah. yelling at her and shit, like that shit is real as fuck. But it's comedy watching her go off on Ike, like, fuck you, Ike. Yeah. But my favorite part was at the end, Ike was like, it is some good ass cake, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah damn, Florence Fishburne, that's an acting ass motherfucker right there, man. Man, that's that a is... cold nigga right there, dog. Yeah. He don't get enough, he doesn't get enough flowers. I, I, he I'll does be not because he's boys in the hood. He's the Matrix. Yep. He's Ike Turner. He's all of that. You know what I'm saying? Othello. Like, Othello. A, yeah. He's, is that is that the homie from the Matrix? No, Othello. Shakespeare, dude. God damn it! On that note, so we gotta end the show like yeah. that. <laughs> that thought, I fucking hate this. Damn you! You a real nigga, Jerry. You just, <laughs> but at least a nigga, nigga rich. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna do it for us here today. Remember, uh, Patreon.com/slash Count the Things. Make sure you are a Patreon. We are unleashing those new tiers. In terms of like the uh, things that you get, including right now you're getting Cinephobe episodes, zero ads. I know lately you guys are going to say, there's a lot of ads in this. Well, if you're a Patreon, you don't have to deal with those ads. Make sure you're locked in for Jason Madison, for John Gervais, for Black Trey. I'm Amino Hassan reminding you to stay black, motherfuckers.